Avengers! Hello everyone and welcome back to Excelsior, the world's number one Marvel's Avengers slash Guardians of the Galaxy slash Marvel's Spider-Man slash Marvel's Wolverine podcast. I'm your director, Christian Buckley, joined as always by the Apex legend, Jack Martin. Excelsior, Christian. I feel like we keep getting into these weeks where it's like oh man this is the biggest excelsior week i feel like we've had in quite some time and it's just a consistent drip of marvel goodness and it's marvel games goodness this week which is incredibly exciting yeah man and imagine if we didn't do our shang chi breakout episode we'd be talking about shang chi today also (laughs) i know that'd be a a nice three-hour long podcast yeah and that's lowballing it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i'll just i'll reiterate though if you're listening to this episode as you normally do on saturday we did review shang chi that is a standalone episode in your podcast feed you should have seen it if you have the podcast description but um for those that haven't seen it yet i'll say we are both very positive on it both recommended uh check it out if you feel safe to do so and then listen to our thoughts if not no Shang-Chi spoilers today, so don't worry. That's right. Um, but Jack, how are you doing? I'm doing real good. Uh, we watch, and obviously we'll get into it, um, separately we watch the uh, PlayStation Showcase uh, for September, and throughout like the be- beginning was great, middle was kind of eh, and at the end they just kept bringing hit after hit after hit, um, and that had me so hyped at the end of that, so that that enthusiasm has carried into this podcast recording and i'm incredibly excited to talk about that but how you doing i'm doing good you know um we got it's a nice it feels like fall today you know i uh yeah. i saw that matrix trailer yesterday i i pulled the steel book off the shelf i might watch the matrix tonight for the first time in a while Ooh, you big matrix guy i i really love the first one but i have not seen any of the others Okay, yeah, I've only seen the first one, and it took me literally since high school, like, my friends would always put it on, like, when I was over there, I was sleeping over or whatever on Netflix, and I would, <laughs> I would like, always fall asleep in the first, like, 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and my joke complaint was that it was too green, which was correct, <laughs> it's absolutely too green, yes. uh, but eventually I watched it, and it's, of course, a really good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, why don't we get into Fury's report? for avengers because we got a lot of marvel stuff to talk about you've teed it up we got marvel games left and right they're announced to like too many of these things not a problem but man there's a lot going on in the world of marvel games plus of course a lot to keep track of mm -hmm. what if in the back half of the show uh but while there is a lot of new marvel games stuff there's a lot of a lot of interesting stuff to talk about with marvel's avengers so fury's report Today, uh, in the War Table blog, they did point out that this is the final week of the anniversary event that's been going on right now, where you can find the the Synthoid Cargo Runner a lot more. You can get an exotic pretty much every day from running a priority mission. Um, That event ends this week. I think the 16th is the final day of it. Jack, have you gotten any time in with the event? Uh, not with the event, honestly. It, it's one of those things where I barely kind of even realize it's there, um, yeah. which is unfortunate. I feel like there's not a lot of spotlight on it. I, I mean, the war table, in my opinion, it has always been a mess. You just jump into mm-hmm. it and you don't even know where to look. Um, 
So I think that's still a problem, and I especially think it's a problem with this, where I wouldn't even know where to look, to be completely honest, to find the anniversary event stuff. Yeah. Honestly, the fact that we're going to get to the state of the game in just a moment, like, the fact that there is a future of this game, I would love if they retooled it to be like, hey, if you want to do a main story mission, you talk to Maria Hill, either on comms or in person, if you want to do like a one of the the bronze coins on the war table that's just like a pop in and get out thing talk to like dum dum dugan or something like i i Mm -hmm. think that would clear things out the war table i'm with you is it's kind of all over the place with the way it refreshes and all that but i'm i'm surprised that i mean i'm glad that the ui was changed i feel like it looks really a lot cleaner now a lot more streamlined really surprised that the war table is still pretty much exactly the same as it always has been it's not awful by any means but it's cumbersome it's cumbersome and if there was just a better way of displaying missions um than there is right now i feel like that would be a lot easier to just find what you want to do definitely well speaking of finding things you want i think we're all going to want to go over to the marketplace this week because we got a real dope free thor skin don't we yeah, dude. Uh, we have the free Thor. Uh, is it Idrisil? Guardian? Yes. Okay. So essentially Loki colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, green and gold. Um, he's got the horns on his head. Um, it's fit Thor. Very fit. You got the uh, the extra skinny leotard uh, as well as the skinny, you know, arm bands or whatever. Um really like this one in fact i was playing a lot of thor recently i i, I know you're a big thor guy mm-hmm. um and when, when we did the uh omega level threat you had your thor who was doing a lot of work and i was like maybe i'll get this dude 150 so i was just playing around with thor uh flying around with this outfit and i really like it this might be like my go-to thor outfit and it's completely free yeah, this looks great. I'm I have yet to claim this, but I absolutely will. I I do love the base, like the actual design of this outfit. It's popped up in a couple different skins. I haven't purchased any of them yet, but I do love the coloring here. It's a nice nod to Loki and what you were saying before, like just the way that this version of Thor is represented, I think it's maybe my favorite out of the bunch. I just have yet to find a colorway that I really like, you know? Yeah, some of them I don't like. The red and blue one that I think you can earn for him, I don't love because it, it looks like a cosplay of Thor in a way. Like sure. a bad cosplay. So I wasn't a fan of that. But the I, for me at least, the colorway on this particular skin got me. Um, and this is probably my go-to Thor. So uh, appreciate this being the free one for this week because the free iron man last week was quite interesting yes it was <laughs> um we also have a new team set called the cube team set cube shard outfit thank you what, yeah. what's your opinion on these uh this is another one in the column of i don't really care it is basically taking bases of some of these costumes look new, like the base of them, but a lot of them seem like kind of reused bases and then adding white lights on them, essentially. 
and it's not my favorite. It's very bright, obviously. Yeah, it's it's a little strange. It's like um wasn't there an episode of a car like was there a Simpsons episode or something where like Homer drank radiation and then he just was like very bright? <laughs> yeah, like glowing Homer. Yeah, I, I think this is what that reminds me of. You know, like <laughs> they're they're just Avengers that have a light bulb inside them and they turned on and it's just very, very bright. It's a little it's a choice, but um gotta respect it you know they're they're getting creative yeah it's it's certainly not something i would buy like there are some of these outfit sets that i'm like oh that's an interesting outfit or skin but this is one that's not even on my radar yeah i'm with you uh and if black panther is in your rotation though you should know this to have on your radar this is another week where it's spotlighted the mcu skin from the film um we're probably due for another mcu skin next week right it's been a minute yeah usually when they were on their grind it was like kind of a could be a weekly thing could be a bi-weekly thing i feel like this week the big announcement was the updated roadmap so that kind of was the news for this week so maybe next week we get something else yeah well we got some update updates going on in the game as well uh, the roadmap dev stream is actually happening right now as of recording this. So we will keep tabs on the Play Avenger at Play Avenger Twitter account. Um, and if there's any major takeaways from the roadmap uh, dev stream, we will, of course, update that during this recording. But for now, we should dip into some stark realities because I alluded to it before, Jack, but this game has a future. The roadmap is here roadmap 2 it fills out the rest of 2021 they said i believe paul tassi was quoted saying this that uh he talked to crystal and they will also be releasing another roadmap before the end of 2021 so game's got a future 2022 is going to have some content immediate thoughts are you celebrating um in a way We'll get we'll we'll get into the meat and potatoes very soon, but um, nothing on the roadmap really surprised me all too much. Um, we're getting the raid, obviously. Uh, Spider Man, we knew, so obviously that had to be in there. Um, but nothing really jumped out at me as being super exciting. I feel like that kind of makes sense for Black Panther to be this huge. Uh, to you know supposedly to be the big expansion for the game in the fall and then they're gonna have some more you know smaller i would say things later on this year 2022 is probably the one i'm hoping for to have you know more big grabby events and things like that but yeah i mean it's it's good that the game game is continuing but um kind of expected the stuff that we see in here how about you yeah, uh, I think that this roadmap we got for the rest of this year is the bare minimum of what I needed to be satisfied. So yes, I'm satisfied, but I'm not surprised by anything. Um, I mean, actually, I'm kind of surprised that uh, something isn't on here that we thought was going to be dropping very soon, that being the um, Wasteland Patrol. But why don't we run through the the fall-winter line up and we can just talk through it as we run through it for the audience sounds good so september is where we are right now 
the Black Panther MCU skin, the one year anniversary events, the activities that go alongside it, all of those are ending soon. Um, I would have been okay if they just didn't list anything for September because that, I feel like there's really nothing there, you know? I I think that was kind of just padding just that, out the mm-hmm. schedule. Yeah. Just, just to be like, hey, the game's a year old, you know, that could have just been what it was. Um, sure. And like, to not have anything in September, like you're, well, you know, not too much in September after the War for Wakanda, that's fine. I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I think it was a means to just sort of, you know, make it look a little neater. Yeah, I, I agree. So then we get into fall slash winter. So no dedicated months on these things yet, but if the past roadmap is anything to go off of, I think we can probably safely assume when this is going to hit. Uh, the first thing sequentially from left to right on here, returning events, we got Corrupted Vibranium, Red Room Takeover, Tachyon Anomaly, Cosmic Threat, and bonus XP weekends. So, um, not super stoked about any of those particularly, but bonus XP weekends is, I think, very good news for people like us who want to flesh out the rest of their Avengers and get them up to par and returning players or new players that really want to get ready for future content. Yeah, I like the bonus XP weekends. Honestly, I kind of feel like that might, that should probably just be the standard at this point. Just have, Mm -hmm. you know, double XP, 1.5 XP every weekend. I mean, why not? Yeah, that's... Uh, But it's, it's nice that that's coming back. That was my read on this. I don't know if I was like expecting too much out of double xp weekends if that's just for a month but i i'm with you i think that should be the norm and i took it that way but yeah i i don't know if that's the norm um it would be really nice uh i don't it it it, they didn't clarify in a way that that's just the standard now but Mm -hmm. it'd be great if it was yeah and I, i could see it be like every other weekend you know just to have some sort of um stopper on the rapid progression could just get people to buy xp boosters or whatever you know like just yeah not constantly but listen my champion level for my thor will thank these xp weekends Mm -hmm. um and in terms of the returning events uh the red room takeover i do think is solid and for new players i will never stop saying this if you don't want to drop money on skins grind the challenge cards and do it when the red room takeover is active because you and i talked about this a year ago grinding challenges is really hard when your companions steal your kills or your takedowns so yeah i was grinding away my black panther challenge card in uh the harm room challenges or like the harm room trainings and those have always worked really well for me in the past and they still do but it is just so cumbersome and be mm-hmm. way easier with your method yeah because i think it was uh room two like the first two rounds there's tons of enemies so i would just go through the first two rounds and then reload the checkpoint it was super fast very efficient and uh nobody steals my kills so there you go yeah outside of that returning events i mean i expected them to be sprinkled throughout the fall but i'm not excited for this i know you're not either no certainly not excited um when you want to see a game continue you want new content not recycled content yeah, it's kind of a meme at this point about this game so 
Uh, like, that's fine. It's definitely not what people want, though. Certainly not what you and I want. Yeah. Uh, the next chunk, we got the... There's no title on this, but they say confront Claw in our first raid. No Omega level threat nonsense, no OLT, no cloning lab. We got a raid. Yes, and in fact, I just got a Twitter update from um, Play Avenger, the like Marvel Avengers unaffiliated Twitter account. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were saying there's a mini boss at the beginning of this Claw raid. I, I bet it is uh, crossbones. <laughs> oh, yeah. You'd have to imagine. Mm-hmm. But still, honestly, the way they talk about the raid in the State of the Game blog, which we're not going to go through, it's extensive, but... Um, yeah, it's I, wicked long. I recommend reading it if you're super into the nitty-gritty of this game. Um, the way they phrase the raid, it's new content. It's not a recycled mission like the other Omega level threat is new design mechanics and a new enemy type called echoes that will be debuting here and coming to the game in other other ways as well it's everything i wanted out of a raid in this game and i was honestly quite worried after beating war for wakanda because that final mission was raid-esque in terms of the progression of the things you had to do how long it was and how the objectives were handled I could have easily seen that just be super buffed like the super adaptoid thing was to pad out the runtime of it and then they call it a raid but no brand new levels new enemies new puzzles all that stuff four player strike team get ready right and this is the thing that should jump out to anyone reading this is the fact that there is a raid and there's finally a reason to have a level 150 character um and it's really good that they're using that verbiage of calling it a raid, because then you know what to expect. Uh, War for Wakanda, I think, for us and for a lot of people, was supposed to be, or we were expecting it to potentially be the turning point for the game. Um, I, we haven't really gone over like our thoughts like post that, but I haven't really felt like it has lived up to that. So for me, this is the next step for this game, is how does the raid live up to raids in other games and is this worthy of the title of raid and is it worth grinding up all your characters doing mid max all that sort of stuff to play through this content uh certainly very worried about this but Mm -hmm. i'm glad that we'll be able to experience this in the fall i'll say this because i i am with you the news and headlines and the business of all the goings on of marvel right now has kind of prevented us from having a casual debrief post thoughts about War for Wakanda. I'm with you. In the state of the game blog, Crystal does say that they were very happy with the numbers War for Wakanda did and the reception of it. And I imagine the reason we have this roadmap and the them talking about a new roadmap and then a 2022 early year content lineup is like, because of how happy they are with it and by how happy they are i also mean how happy square was so i'm sure they saw an uptick i'm sure it allowed them a little more time for some more content um but when i look at destiny one right destiny one launched to some sixes not fair 
uh, to some sixes. <laughs> and two did two as well, right? I think I think two scored a little higher out the gate. Okay. But yeah, Destiny One launched with some some poor reviews, and the game two months later got its raid, and that is what saved Destiny One. We all like to credit the Taken King a year later as the moment that really like brought on that savior idea for destiny but like the raid in destiny one dropping a couple months after launch allowed the momentum to carry into taking king which was that massive reset i i think when it comes to avengers there's a chance that the raid could replicate that just way more elongated destiny it was two months so this was going to be maybe 14 months or something <laughs> um but yeah like I, I think this game has struggled to be a multiplayer game and this could be that moment you know yeah that's that's certainly the hope for a raid um i'm really worried that this will just end up being similar to the omega level threat that's like my biggest concern mm-hmm. um like incredibly unbalanced uh not fun or engaging um but the the best part about this is like what you said it does they said i think they use the words like custom crafted levels yes. so it sounds completely new which is great even though yes they are reusing claw but that makes sense like post war for wakanda that has like geared you up for the next wakanda like uh content drop and this is supposed to like finish out claw's story uh they said so makes sense exciting and also nervous at the same time glad that there's a raid yeah and i'm with you claw makes sense claw having that giant energy form that is shown in this art here makes sense as a raid boss um in destiny some of the raid bosses are like the boss of the campaign of that expansion they justify it in the lore in some really cool ways of why you have to fight them a second time but um yeah i i think it's fine you know claw in the big boy form can absolutely have a little more surprises in store i'm sure yeah definitely so underneath the raid we also have new hero event spider-man only on playstation and jack you pointed out to me i missed this in my initial read through that i did on youtube.com slash clicks spider-man's in this roadmap you can see (laughs) spider-man Yeah, I also missed this. I think I saw someone on Twitter did a super enhance of this image and uh, recolored it a little bit so you can kind of see him. He's swinging right in front of uh, Omega Claw or whatever we want to call him, Super Claw. Um, and he is the like classic depiction of Spider-Man. Like, red and blue, he's got the big red spider on his back um i immediately sent you the spider the never soft spider-man Hell video yeah. game cover it looks exactly like that um so i think that's that appears to be the direction for the spider-man just trite and true go for the classic so that was our first look at him we don't have any information other than that on this spider-man but yeah what do you, how do you feel about new hero event does that like does that come off a little interestingly to you? So I remember when they announced they were doing Spider-Man, they did say he would be introduced through an in-game event, right? Mm-hmm. I think I was talking with this about Kevin 
because I he played through uh, War for Wakanda and on Gamescast, I wanted to see what he thought about the roadmap. And he asked the same question. He's like, what does that mean? I think... I think we had this conversation before. Spider-Man is not going to be super important to the main plot of Marvel's Avengers just because they're not going to constantly update Spider-Man and have extra lines for him to be super involved in the story if that's only a third of your player base being able to see that character. Like... That's just not how it's going to be. So I doubt they would also want to put in the resources to make an operation for Spider-Man. I could maybe see an intro cutscene, an event like the Corrupted Vibranium thing to just have objectives you have to do as Spider-Man, and then maybe end with a cutscene that is a resolution to whatever the event is. Um, Which I get would be a little disappointing, because we'd all love to be in Manhattan playing as Spider-Man. Doc Ock is the villain or something, but I imagine it will be maybe like the Corrupted Vibranium event, but it will have some cutscenes, if that makes sense. Yeah, that sounds incredibly disappointing, Um, which makes sense the way you you were describing it, but uh, I, I just can't... That's so strange to me, to have a character so big as spider-man and just have like a red room takeover equivalent of him in some rooms or him at best like in some new york boroughs or whatever just fighting some enemies and it being like if hawkeye for me was like an hour and a half content that sounds like it's an hour content yeah with like one of the biggest heroes of all time mm-hmm. um but at the same time i feel like they they would be in a rock and a hard place like would it just be a new hero drop similar to Kate or Hawkeye and two of the other platforms just miss out on it completely? Um, and to, to them, Spider-Man is just an NPC in the background that they just can't play as? Or is it very small content that doesn't really even matter to PlayStation all that much? Um, that's unfortunate. I, I feel like there's no good way of getting out of that. Yeah, my guess is the most significant Spider-Man content in this game will be taking place during this event. And then similar to how, like, Clint played a role in War for Wakanda, I bet in the PlayStation version of every expansion coming up, like, Spider-Man will be there. He'll have, like, one or two new lines, or in a cutscene when everybody's standing around the war table, he'll make a quip. But, like that's the extent of it you know just because it's not going to be manageable to have him be like the main pull of like the captain marvel storyline if it's like him and her team and like that's not going to happen because the reason spider-man is in this game i think greg miller brought up a question to when he got to talk to crystal uh, and he was basically alluding to like hey is spider-man the reason there's no crossplay because that's not even in the realm of their state of the game thing and they just said as of right now crossplay is not in our minds and i mean i can i think that might be it you know and i I just have a hard time seeing them splintering off to have like the version of avengers where spider-man is a core player on playstation and then axing him out of all that content on the other side like 
I think the best case scenario is we get a cool event, maybe a villain sector, which I would love, and then quips here and there from whoever voice actor they get as Spider-Man. I'm hoping it's Tobey Maguire. Yeah, that's insane. Um, <laughs> he's got I, he's got history. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I feel like they might do like the Josh Keaton route. Sure, yeah. Or, you know, someone who's done the voice before. Mm-hmm. Um, my worry with this is that it will just ring hollow, which I think that's another spotlight this game will have is the Spider-Man event and the new edition of Spider-Man, similar to War for Wakanda, even though this is like noticeably smaller like obviously but still it's going to draw a lot of people in because it's spider-man uh that's a worry of mine where it's going to come out and it's going to be maybe like we're thinking and not too much content because they don't want to alienate other platforms but not enough to make it really ring true and that's just you know going to be another uh noticeable drawback of this game uh which would be unfortunate my my main hope is that he plays great and that's another worry of mine because we have two spider-man game uh spider-man games now that play amazingly and obviously the comparisons are going to be there so yeah this will be an interesting one come the fall jack let me pitch you exactly what this event is going to be so the theme park manhattan we have right yep we are going to get an event that takes place on that uh map and no enemies are going to be there but there are going to be a handful of npcs scattered across this map and all of them they're going to be like normal people civilians right because friendly neighborhood spider-man you're helping out your 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 buds your normal Mm -hmm. new york neighbors you're gonna have i know you're gonna hate this but you're gonna have a time limit you gotta find all of them. Superman sixty four. No, you gotta find all of them, <laughs> and you gotta deliver some pizza, and then the Spider Man two game pizza time song is playing the whole time, and that's the I, event. Dude, I was literally waiting for you to finish so I could <laughs> chime in with that dumb quip. So you won me over. Mm-hmm. That's that's what it's gotta be. That's it. I mean, you got me. Yeah, like as disappointing as that would be, I don't think I'd be disappointed if that's what it was. <laughs> no, that would be the biggest meme of all time yeah like it has to be exactly that like it can't just be oh you have to go around and like not deliver pizza it has to be you're delivering your pizza yeah uh that would <laughs> that'd be absolutely hilarious yeah uh, it it's funny because we you and i already have the expectations and i'm sure our listeners do of what event means for this game and it really doesn't mean all that much mm-hmm. so that's the thing once they put once they reiterated, because you're right, they did announce that like a while ago that he would be introduced an event. Once they reiterated the event with this updated roadmap, immediately I was like, oh man, this, I don't know. I don't know about this one. Remind me, did we get a cutscene for the Red Room Takeover? No. In okay. fact, I don't even think we got spoken dialogue. Yeah, okay. Um, I think this will be the most um, fleshed out event so far. Like, there's going to be dialogue. There's going to be at least a cutscene, probably two. I think this will be a gold standard for events, a platinum standard even, and then it's just never going to... 
no, no other event will ever get close to this one, I think. Do you think this is on parity to Cosmic Cube? Oh, like the Monica mission? Yeah, because that Ooh. had dialogue. That had, that was like that was like an epilogue to Clint's story in a way. Yeah, I, I think I think it's I think it'll be that. Except the thing you're doing for gameplay will be more of an event style thing than a mission. Okay, is my guess. But. Yeah, because I don't think you can do a villain sector for this. Because yeah. you would have to imagine it'd be Spider-Man specific. Like, you're going to fight Rhino, right? I don't know if you could do that. Like, are they really going to pour in all those resources to do something that big? To just not have it on Xbox or PC? Mm-hmm. That's the thing with this. Like, you have so many thoughts about this, but then you got to think it's only on one platform. They're going to spend all the, the, the time and resources to go out and just have it exclusive for one group of people, so... I would love to be surprised. I mean, you and I are both PlayStation users. I would, me personally, because I have access, I know this sounds selfish, I would love for this to just be a Hawkeye-like or Kate Bishop-like hero drop where we have, like, new villain sectors. It's a whole new operation. I just, I am not sure we're going to get that. Yeah, and it, it is unfortunate. I'll reiterate, a year ago, I didn't think this was a problem, that it was exclusive, but now seeing that the plan of Hawkeye and Kate across two weeks last fall and then Black Panther maybe in December, that that didn't pan out. Yeah, the Spider-Man exclusivity hurts way more and is way worse because the original plan for this game didn't shake out. So yeah, I was... I I think if it was stuck that way, I still wouldn't mind that much. It'd be like, yeah, people who are fans of Spider-Man, that sucks they can't play him, but like, not a big deal. Now it is a big deal. Um, No, I think... I think you're right. If they release like five characters over the course of that, and this was the sixth one, that'd be fine. But mm-hmm. it's just so glaring now that there just hasn't been too many characters released. Yeah, because as far as everybody else is concerned, this year for Marvel's Avengers, they got Clint Barton and they got uh, Black Panther. Mm-hmm. That's it. And last year they got Kate Bishop. So this year they basically just got Black Panther. You know, right? Which is is it kind of a disservice to the differences between Kate and Clint, which there are some, and I genuinely think that they play differently depending on how you spec them out. But the general person who looks at it, it's like, I got two Hawkeyes, but I can't get Spider-Man. You know, like it hurts for sure. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, it's definitely a point now where it, I don't know. It feels very strange. I would hope to be wrong and I'm hoping to be wrong. Um, but yeah, it feels a little strange. Do you think Spider-Man will drop after the raid? Hmm. I feel like it's around that time. Mm -hmm. It's listed like that on the roadmap. And was it you who said this in your video or somewhere I heard? It would be good to have them release around the same time because of the exclusivity. So at least like people can play the raid if they can't play as Spider-Man, you know? I don't think I said that, but that is a good point. They should do that. So. Yeah, just, you know, for me at least, the raid is the most important content. It's like the it's the content I'm looking most closely at, and it will, I feel like, have impacts on the future, whereas Spider-Man is really cool, but that's not as important, I think, as the raid. So it, it would be nice if 
the Spider-Man Hero event is maybe like a few weeks after or before, just to supplement that. Mm-hmm. I'll also say maybe I'm reading into this too much, but Spider-Man in the visual aspect of the roadmap like when you look at spider-man he is featured in the claw raid so Mm. i don't know if that implies that we will get him before the raid drops so we can play him in the raid but um that might be a bit of a reach i don't know but i'm excited regardless that's going to be the biggest month i think if i had to guess the raid is going to be november that makes sense thanksgiving time dude are you kidding me oh yeah Think about that play session. Mm-hmm. Load up on some turkey and then pass out, wake up, and then just play a raid in Avengers. <laughs> Sounds great. Hell Sounds yeah. Sounds great to me. Um, a couple other things of note. Like I mentioned before, there's a new enemy type dropping with the raid, Echoes. They are pure vibranium, I think the state of the game blog detailed. Yeah. Um, I'll double check. Okay. Oh, sound constru- sound constructs created by Claw. Oh, okay. So yeah, right. interesting. That that's a brand new enemy type. Visually, it's going to be very distinct. You know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. It, I imagine they'll look similar to Claw, maybe like the red. Yeah. Sort of thing. Uh, yeah, I think that's a safe bet. But regardless, cool that they're coming to the raid, and I believe they did say that they'd be showing up in other places after they debut in the raid. So that's just good for the sake of variety playing this game right yeah definitely and alongside the raid there will be a power level cap increase so we will be able to bump from power level 150 to 160 there's going to be a couple difficulties for the raid there is going to be the 150 to 160 difficulty and then i think a 175 difficulty so yes yeah 160 to 175 is like the elite mode as they call it yeah Jack, I bet you if you and I match made with that same Thor we rolled with for the super adaptoid fight, I I don't want to believe this, but I do think we'd still be able to get through the raid, no problem. <laughs> Dude, I'm thinking about maybe doing a 150, 160 Thor. Mm-hmm. So maybe we just roll up all Thors. Oh, yeah. Oops, all Thors. Crystal yep. Dynamics is nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. But, yeah, it's going to be fun. I'm excited to do it. I'm excited to put our team together. I'm excited to assemble. I'm excited to figure out who's playing who and uh, get ready for this hopefully cinematic, exciting, dynamic, long play session of a challenging hurdle in Avengers. Yeah, dude. Totally. A couple other things listed on the roadmap. Most likely, I'd say, like, ancillary, probably, like, after the raid based off positioning again which isn't really going off of much resources and gear upgrades are getting reworked the exciting thing here is the gear rework because the way it's gonna function now is any gear that is level 100 or higher you will be able to put resources into to get it to the power level cap which is incredibly good at cutting out the gear grind of what mission will give me an exotic or not exotic a, a yellow piece of gear which one can i do on the war table what's the power level like for the hero i'm trying to get that gear for go in do it get it back out get all the chests like yes you're still gonna have to have resources on hand but 
in terms of that monotony of just grinding missions for gear drops that you're not even going to use, it eliminates that, and that is excellent. Yeah, this is really exciting. This is a really good rework. Um, I kind of have a feeling this is probably the biggest gear, the, the closest thing to gear 2.0 we'll ever get, maybe, mm-hmm. um, at least for now. Yeah. But that's I think that's really good, just, you know, if you have your favorite perks on specific gear, but it's like a level 130 gear that can't be moved you can now eventually do that uh so that's that's good stuff i i don't like the gear grind um especially if you have like a good set going so that's good stuff this is great news yeah the only other thing i could maybe want to see them add to the gear system is like burning resources to reroll perks but like even then not a super priority i think this is a much better change at this moment because if i have that 130 level uh legendary gear that i really like this perk on but i can't get it any higher it's like okay well i can just put the resources in and i have that as my high level one so it's good yeah definitely also coming later this year hawkeye disney plus crossover nameplate challenge look forward to it (laughs) This is so funny as a thing on the roadmap. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Like, we, we knew this was coming, right? Something like this. Something in collaboration mm-hmm. with Hawkeye. And I also realized, maybe I'm forgetting, is Miss Marvel just not coming out this year? I thought she was supposed to come out. It is. It's supposed to hit this year. There's no date on it yet. I thought it was going to be October and Hawkeye was going to be November or December, but... Disney Plus has yet to clarify when those shows are dropping. Yeah. Either way, um, this is cool. I mean, like, it's a, a fun thing. We always talk about, like, marketing lining up with the MCU. Um, so it's cool that Kevin Feige knows this uh, game exists. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously it does. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> it's uh, it, it's a cool thing. It's just really funny to me that this is, like, this has the same space taking up taken up on the updated roadmap as like spider-man or the raid does like that's just funny to me yeah man <laughs> uh and i'm sure another thing that people will be very happy with earnable cosmetics are returning so congratulations everybody who held out spending money on this game you're gonna be rewarded i i forget when they took it out but i remember the pattern decryption thing was bugged so like oh yeah that's why they took it out um you can still go to that thing. I know. It's, it's been a year. It's so weird. They are going to allow you to earn some cosmetics that previously have only been featured in the marketplace, though. So for those that mm-hmm. really want that hipster Thor, maybe you're going to get a shot to earn that thing instead of spend your money on it. So, again, good change, you know? Yeah, that's that's good stuff. I think the blues, maybe even the purples, should be earnable in mm-hmm. some way or another. Yeah, Grindable, I should say because I'm sure that's what it'll be, but that that's good stuff. We'll see what that ends up being. Yeah. Overall, um, I, I can't say I wasn't a little disappointed to not see an update on, like, the Wasteland Patrol or a Halloween event or a better visual look at how Spider-Man looks. Um, but, like I said, this was the bare minimum I needed to be satisfied. Jack, looking at this roadmap, looking ahead at the rest of this year, satisfied worried happy content what's up um kind of in the middle of all those honestly yeah. like 
personally, I don't really care about the Wasteland Patrol. Like, I don't think I'm going to play that all too much at all. I'll, it's going to be one of those Marvel's Avengers things where I pick it up once, go through it, and never touch it again. So I don't really mind its absence on the roadmap. Um, yeah, sorry? I was just going to... Sorry, but the Wasteland Patrol, like, the appeal of that was that you wouldn't have to load into missions to work on the the gear grind. Yeah. So now that there's no gear grind or for, there's an option for no gear grind. I don't maybe they're maybe they realized that and they were like let's push it and like give it an actual reason to exist. Sure. Um to me it's just another whatever mode, yeah. honestly. Uh so that that's fine. For the biggest things obviously are the raid and Spider-Man, but it is kind of a light end of the year, and I'm worried that 2022 is just all going to look like this. And it's great that I really thought we were going to be playing Taps in this episode, Christian. Me too. Um, and it's possible with the next roadmap might be our last roadmap, so we'll see about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, I'm, I guess I'm not too depressed about this, but I am kind of worried that 2022 is gonna look something like this kind of kind of content light until we get a big um expansion if we get a big expansion yeah i i think i feel i felt this way a little bit after the last roadmap i was way more hopeful then but i was like okay this roadmap in my heart right now i think the game has six months after the end of this roadmap and i absolutely feel like that right now as well the last roadmap, I was like, maybe the future could rest on War for Wakanda. It didn't. Now I'm like, maybe the future can rest off of the Claw Raid. We'll see. But I'm with you. I think that next roadmap will probably have like one more character as like a random drop and probably a Captain Marvel Kree expansion to wrap up that plot by summer. And then again, if by some miracle the numbers look good, Maybe we get another four-month roadmap, but like I, for me, I hope that's not the way this game exists. It's like every couple months we think it's gonna die, and it's like oh, we got four months out of it. See you again in the end, and like okay, is it dead? Is it gonna keep going again? But I'm just glad there's something right now. You know, I last week I was really down. I really thought it was dead last week. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It (laughs) it's like you got. It's like you got a text from a partner and they'd be like, hey, we should talk about things. And it's like, oh, no, dude, I'm <laughs> dreading this conversation. Um, and it didn't end as badly as I was expecting with no. that analogy. And then you leave that conversation. You're like, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a little careful right now. But <laughs> right. Yeah. You're stepping on your toes. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see what happens at the next roadmap. Um, I don't know when we'll get it, but. Overall, Marvel's Avengers, you're going to love to see another day. Yeah, totally. Survived the uh, Russian roulette. Yeah. Won't be so lucky next time, you know? There's only, <laughs> there's only six chambers in that gun. Yeah. A couple have already gone off. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, meanwhile, um, a couple things to update before we get to the big game stuff. Uh, Eternals will release only in theaters officially as of this morning. Are you let down by this? No, like, I, I genuinely do want to see these movies in theaters, and I will see this, in, unless the caseload is, like, ridiculous at that point. Um, but I will see this in theaters. I'm curious 
whether Disney and Marvel are leaving money on the table with Premier Access, uh, because Black Widow did similar numbers theatrically to Shang-Chi and also made like a di- an additional $60 million. Um, I don't know like the back end where if, I guess we'll have to wait for Shang-Chi's numbers, but like after that theatrical release, mm-hmm. did it end up losing money because of that? I'm not really sure. Um, but it is interesting. I feel like that's kind of money on the, the table at this point. Yeah, it could be. I think it depends on what Shang-Chi's second weekend looks like, right? Because Black Widow had a bit, a pretty big drop-off for weekend two. Um, mm-hmm. At the moment, Shang-Chi's worldwide box office is $162 million. Um, Domestically, it's at $105.9 million at the moment. So a decent amount up from the $75 million opening weekend. I'm expecting it will probably maybe retain some of that this weekend, or at least like stay in somewhat close. But yeah, I'm curious. I mean, I think Shang Chi is the reason why we got this announcement today, right? Like, they saw this movie did very, very well for an unknown character in the midst of a, a, a second wave of a, a third wave of a pandemic. So. Eternals probably has Shang-Chi to thank for getting a theater-exclusive release lineup. And you have to imagine the Scarlett Johansson lawsuit probably has something to do, to do with this as well. Yeah. Um, I would have to believe that a team-up movie with a whole bunch of actors would have a whole bunch of lawsuits. <laughs> oh, yeah. If they, they followed a similar path that Scarlett Johansson did. So I'm sure that might be affecting this as well yeah disney does not want to cross angelina jolie no (laughs) um but yeah i I, this isn't exclusive to eternals right because we saw venom 2 let there be carnage got um bumped back up to its october 2nd i think release date uh i think it's the first okay friday so yeah it got bumped up it got it, that was the, the initial date and then delta happened and then they're like 15th and then they were like oh shang chi did well never mind it's the first so yeah bizarre i think that was in large part to shang chi being like oh 100 percent any so let's do that <laughs> any studio that was considering maybe doing a home release this fall backtracked on that as soon as they saw what shang chi did this weekend i guarantee you right and there are other movies that got an i think the new james bond movie is somewhere in the fall Mm -hmm. um that might have also had something to do with it but yeah i think in large part because it was during that weekend of shang chi's release Mm -hmm. where sony was like oh yeah venom's actually pushed up sure Uh, they didn't do a fun uh infinity war or was it endgame i think it was infinity war remember when robert downey jr tweeted like Hey, Kevin Feige, can we just, like, have this a week earlier? He's like, yeah, totally. We didn't plan on this in secret. This is totally a spontaneous Twitter thing. They didn't even do that. Mm-hmm. Come on. There really, is Tom Hardy on Twitter? Um, No, he's on Jeremy Renner's app. <laughs> of course he is. No, I don't know. No, I bet he is, though. Um, <laughs> speaking of Venom, before we move on, um, I saw this. Venom, Jack, I am elated by this news. Okay. Venom Let There Be Carnage is a 90-minute film. 
Oh, right. I did see that. That's that, great. That is so good. I wish more Marvel movies were 90 minutes. The, there's something about a 90-minute flick that I adore. Yeah, don't waste any time. Mm-hmm. Get get going immediately, you know? Once we sit and... Get me, get me out of the theater as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure that's exactly why you were going to be happy about this. But... <laughs> yeah. I, I mean... Andy Serkis is directing it right. I feel like I should trust Andy Serkis. I haven't seen anything he directed, but man is a very talented individual, right? Oh, yeah. I love Andy Serkis. Yeah. I, I, the fact that he, I bet the 90 minute call was his choice. I bet he wanted that. Mm, yeah, could be. He walked into could that be. office. He walked into that Sony office. He's like, I have a vision. Is he British? Yes, he is. I have a vision. I was like, are you going to do a British accent? I need 90 minutes with Tom Hardy and uh, the man in the wig. 90 wow, minutes. you really, that really fell off. I know. I, I was trying to do his accent from uh, the MCU. Yeah. But... He, see, he's doing a, a South African accent Yeah. in the MCU. Yeah, you're right. That's The wires got crossed in my head like halfway through that. <laughs> you didn't want to go Gollum? No. I was just going to try yeah. to. And I did <laughs> <laughs> um i i heard the hesitation yeah. <laughs> oh man but you sent me this uh the mcu lined up a few new dates as well uh in the middle of recording right now they got yeah i i wonder if this is disney or is this mcu it looks like it's oh it is marvel studios yeah so marvel studios has added four movie dates to their schedule i'll list them off jack and then of course we're going to try and guess what they are yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. All 2024 films. First one is February 16th, May 3rd, July 26th, November 8th. These are 2024 movies. Yeah. Can't even think that far ahead. I think, though, I think we're closer to these right now than we were to, like, Thor 4 when Thor 4 got announced. Mm, I think. Yeah, because that was got announced like twenty and nineteen, I think, and that's a twenty twenty two movie now. So, right, maybe about the same. What do you think? Oh, God, dude. Um, Blade is on here somewhere. Sure, because Fantastic Fantastic Four doesn't have a date yet, right? Um, no, but. That's on here as well. I'm thinking that is the July release. Okay. And that's the, that's like the penultimate end of phase four. And then Mm -hmm. November is the Ant-Man and the Wasp to phase four. Ooh, I like this. Because we do know Blade is the first phase five five thing. Okay, then that's not on here. Hmm. I mean, November, Blade could drop like a little after Halloween, you know? So these, this is specifically, I don't think this is specifically movies, though, is it? I think it's it is. Release, release dates for 2024. I, I think it is. I feel like Disney Plus would be reported separately. Okay. Just, so what do you what do you think in here? So I'm thinking, you know what franchise, they only put one movie here, but you know what franchise loves February? What's that? Deadpool. Oh, yeah, dude. We are due for Deadpool 3. 
That's a great because um, Deadpool one was Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's excellent. Yeah, I'm thinking Deadpool three is okay. February sixteenth. May third is tricky, dude. I if it was May fourth, I would have said Fantastic Four, of course, because you know they would have loved to use the four. Sure. Um, but May third is like that's like Avengers territory. I know. Yeah. I'm gonna say captain america 4 okay okay because winter soldier was april that's a few years out because they they just confirmed that movie yeah shoot it like next year maybe start shooting at end of next year okay all right i like the sound of that and then july july is tricky um do you think fantastic four is that far out i hope not 2024 I, do, do they have every 2023 film slot taken up yet? Um, no. The only thing I know for sure in 2023 is Guardians 3. Okay. Isn't Quantumania then also? Uh, yeah, I think you're right. Okay. Hmm. I mean... Well, mm, I don't... It could... Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think you're right. Let me, let me pull that up real quick. Uh... Tell me if you think this is wrong. Is Fantastic Four a November time slot movie? Because I feel like Marvel's first family, Thanksgiving, family time, it makes sense for the marketing. Am I wrong? Sure, but I also think that is a brand you could leverage the summer movie season with. Yeah. And if if Fantastic Four is the Avengers-level team-up movie going forward... Or one of them i think that's a summer movie so i could see that in july okay so as far as 2023 goes quantumania is february guardians 3 is may unless they got a surprise thing i think phase 4 ends in 2023 with fantastic four okay and that's Man. probably like a july movie all right quick so, yeah. phase huh yeah, I mean, we got we have like six other shows to get through too. I I know that it's so packed. Mm-hmm. So, let's say, okay, you know what? Let's put a hypothetical slot. Let's do one more slot in twenty twenty three. Fantastic right. Four is July twenty three. Blade is October twenty twenty three. All right. And then, like I said, February is Deadpool. Uh, did I say anything else? I can't think of another thing. You said May was Captain America. May was four. Captain America, okay. Um, was it four? Yeah, four. Yeah, Cap four. Okay, I think those are locks for sure. Okay. But honestly, July could be Cap four, but we could say May. Yeah, I mean, if it's going to be Captain America, I feel like you put it around 4th of July, man. Why Why? Why dance around that? True. Uh, Spider-Man? We got we to gotta throw Spider-Man? Mm-hmm. We're getting Spider-Man movies like every two years. Yeah. Tom Holland's not moving on anytime soon. But would Marvel Studios announce that? Or would That's a good question. Sony Picture. So, I, dude, I think you gotta throw X-Men in the bunch. Fuck, you're right. Oh my god. Or some sort of mutants thing. July is a <laughs> perfect time for an X-Men movie. Yeah, I think that's the one. Because then, because you introduce Deadpool in February, you tee up mutants later that year. There you go. Yeah. 
I think that's the one. Yeah, the post credit scene is... Listen, the post credit scene is Deadpool. He's looking at the audience. He's like, hey, you're about to get a new version of Wolverine this summer. It's not going to be Hugh Jackman. Cry about it. And that's it. <laughs> yep. Um, I don't know what Marvel will put in November. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That's a weird... We're getting into... Uh, a tune Eternals. Yeah, that's... I don't know. Did you hear? Did you hear what I said? I said Eternals. Eternals. Eternals two. Oh no. Am I wrong? No, you're right. You're absolutely correct. Thank you. All right, I'm gonna write these down. Please for do, posterity's yeah. sake. Mm-hmm. So February sixteenth. I think that's a lock, Christian. I think you nailed it. Um, that's Deadpool three. Yes, I'm going to also tweet that we're live doing Excelsior, and these are our predictions. <laughs> Perfect. So, May 3rd is Captain America 4. That one I, I feel not as confident in, but fairly confident in. I feel like that has potential to come true. Yeah, I, I think you're probably correct. Like, I could see it be earlier you know because like captain america we all love him and i am very hungry to see cat i was like cap is sam sam as cap so like don't hold that off do that as soon as you can you know true july 26th is some sort of x-men or mutants film i feel good about that one yes and then november 8th 2024 i don't know i could not tell you can Do you, you think, think eternals too can you think of anything better than etunals no literally anything at all i really can't i feel like that could be a new hero okay is ironheart a uh series yes ironheart is a series all right you know what um 2024 oh no i was gonna say something i was gonna say maybe like captain marvel 2 or something um you mean three three yeah whatever it ends up being thor 5 taika can do another thor Mm. let's say this let's do a valkyrie movie Ooh. okay like straight up valkyrie ride of the valkyries hell yeah Nailed it. All right. Let's do that. I also... So... Oh, go ahead. So February 16th, Deadpool 3. May 3rd, Cap 4. July 26th, X-Men slash Mutants. November 8th, Valkyrie. Perfect. Nailed it. I think we nailed that. Yeah, I think you're right. The the one I thought of that I was about to say, maybe Ghost Rider comes in at some point, but... I, you know what? Ghost Rider could be either it's a, either an October movie or it's a show. Yeah, that's that's correct. That is around the fall. You you can't release that when there's pastel colors still out there, oh, right? God, you, no. you gotta release that when people are like, "Are ghosts real?" That's fall time. Yeah the 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 leaves need to be dead, but my heart will be alive because it's fall. Yeah. Um, yeah. um, I think we nailed this, dude. Oh, I think that's the schedule. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we crushed that. Look forward to all those movies, people. You can count on it. 
that's in three years hell yeah <laughs> that's crazy gonna be 27 i think now do you think any of these dates hit like exact dates yeah i think we'll be done with covid by then <laughs> well yeah i just mean like even like some of them shift around every now and then you know yeah 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 i mean i think if anything's at risk the 2023 stuff is but totally dude i'm excited for blade now that i'm just we're talking about this mm, give me blade soon yeah can't wait for that I, yeah that's it seems like the way you were describing it that's a 2023 situation I would hope so. If Marvel six do in four a year, slap that one in October. So, yeah, sounds good. Sounds good to me. Cool, cool, cool. Well, in the realm of Marvel games, we also know what's going on. Oh in my god, <laughs> dude! I can't believe that took so long. <laughs> I know. Um, that was great though. Very quickly, the PlayStation Showcase, Guardians of the Galaxy, the game got a trailer. This is the most substantial look we've had at this game since e3 i'm still looking forward to this i thought the trailer was kind of mid but i'm looking forward to this game yeah i don't think it showed very well it seemed to me along the lines of a uh what's the game that's coming out that has been shown a, a billion times it's yeah it seems like the marketing dollars at play with this sort of thing it's like hey we got a big stage coming up um let's show off your game a little bit we're not going to show anything new really uh, but we're going to show it off so that's pretty much like in the vein of what this is going for Mm -hmm. and it was also like the proprietary standard like heavy metal rock that's i haven't gone back to see what this trailer looks like with actual music or if it even has that trailer kind of a cool thing i don't know if this will change your mind or anything but mm-hmm. the song they use in the trailer is a song written for the game because in this take on Guardians of the Galaxy, Star-Lord named himself Star-Lord after a band he liked on Earth when he was younger. And the band was called Star-Lord. And oh. they made a full like album from that fake band. That's pretty cool. That's a cool way of introducing like music for your game Mm -hmm. that when you hear it like in the trailers it's like oh they're just using this like kind of standard music to replace the licensed music that's Mm -hmm. what they did in july um but yeah that's that's really cool to like have a reason for like the diegetic music that we hear Mm -hmm. that's good stuff yeah i thought it was neat um yeah that's cool but yeah, they, they gave a couple more insights there was a blog post it's like oh the the main villain of the game is this priest of the universal church of truth or something so like it's gonna get wacky it's gonna get weird i think it it looks fun the blasters he has are elemental like we all thought they're gonna have like the different skill trees and different progression for the what i'm assuming will be a fire attack a water attack an earth attack electricity plasma whatever they do but it comes out next month so i'm just ready to play it i think yeah, looks like a really solid 8 out of 10. Hell yeah, I'm going to have a great time playing this. Totally. Could be my de facto game of the year. <laughs> Honestly, man, you know how much I love Guardians of the Galaxy? If it is mm-hmm. good, I won't shut up about this game, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, we... I mean, we have a whole podcast dedicated to Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, so dude. <laughs> I-, I could believe that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, 
I'm gonna enjoy this, I know you will too, but it's gonna be a ways out. Marvel's Wolverine. Dude. What the if fuck? I told if I told you a week ago this was gonna be made, would you have even remote remotely believed me? You know, I would have been like, Jack, I know reporting is in your nature. I know you probably have some sources somewhere, but I you're lying to me. You're you're yeah. you're fooling me. This is like this has to be one of the great video game surprises in years. Yeah. That I just how many people have said, man, they need to make a really good polished Wolverine game that's even better than the mid two thousands Wolverine game that everyone liked. Like th- this has just been top of mind for superhero games forever, and it's being made by Insomniac. What the hell? Yeah, and I remember for a long time too, we all thought like, oh. X-Men, Xbox, Marvel has to offer them a game, right? They got Nintendo to get a Marvel exclusive. They had Spider-Man on PlayStation. It makes sense that Xbox would get one. Maybe that's still down the line. <laughs> Who's to say? But the game is being developed right now. It is very early in development, they said. It's the same director as Spider-Man Miles Morales. All we know is Herman Holst said it is going to be a tense, suspenseful, and emotional story about wolverine in insomniac's marvel universe where does your head go there um well first of all the marvel universe insomniac's marvel universe aspect is interesting so presumably that would mean this game is connected to spider-man in mm-hmm. some way or another um i'm sure we'll get like a end credit scene that's pretty much the extent of it i bet but um yeah i can imagine this is probably based on some very somber wolverine stories as well as logan um and this is presumably a single player wolverine only story uh in the very small tone setting piece that we got was very kind of somber in a way mm-hmm. almost like last of us kind of so that's kind of where i'm thinking sure uh, i really hope this is rated m yeah worried about that i don't know about that i don't think i would be upset if it wasn't but that was my first thought like i was like this should be a rated m game um like if wolverine's not like decapitating people left and right i don't like i wouldn't mind i think you can make a really fun good wolverine game a great wolverine game even that isn't super gory but i would like it to have a little bit of blood at least you know yeah i mean now that we've seen it with Logan and we're like, oh, that's what we were missing. I feel like I feel like we can't just throw that away at this point. And like I feel like you can have a rated M game connected to the Spider-Man universe, right? Yeah. Like I feel like that's not too much of a contrast. No, yeah. And I will say like obviously love Logan, but like I do think the Wolverine like the one in Japan, there's an unrated cut that gets like a little grittier than what the the PG thirteen cut was, but I like I do think it's possible to still do a really good Wolverine Logan story that like toes the line. Like they could probably push T as like blood. I'm sure I don't know what the ESRB's deal is, but blood is good enough i don't need things to be constantly like decapitated sliced off arms and all that like if if it's just bloody that's fine you know yeah i i think you're right i think uh 
everyone wants an M-rated game, but I'm <laughs> I would settle for a T-rated Insomniac <laughs> Wolverine game. Yeah. Uh which, you know, can only imagine this being excellent. Yeah. Honestly, I think this has potential to maybe even be a better game than Spider-Man, if I'm being mm-hmm. honest. Because, like, love Spider-Man, but I gave Spider-Man, like, an 8. Because it was, like, it was good. It was really good. Because mm-hmm. it, it was, like, a lot of Spider-Man games that came before, except this time everything worked. And it was a little safe, except for the ending. But I, I think Insomniac specifically, like, they don't have a game in their catalog that i when i think wolverine i can like draw the comparison they had plenty of those for spider-man so right i think this character is gonna push them to hopefully do something outside their comfort zone and they're great insomniac hasn't missed for me since well since the ratchet remake but like still (laughs) um i i think them trying out maybe something a little more brawlery maybe feeling more like a bit of a god of war game instead of an open world spider-man thing could be really cool and i wouldn't mind if this is on the tighter 15 hours or less side of things personally yeah because i i don't know the team structure of insomniac do you like are there multiple teams there's a couple different offices there's like the ratchet team there's the in North Carolina, there's the California team that did Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales, but okay. like Brian Intahara did Spider-Man. I'm blanking on the person who did Miles Morales, but mm-hmm. Brian Intahara is doing Spider-Man 2, and then the person who did Miles Morales is doing this, so I don't know if those are both California teams, if it's the same team, if there's two branches or what, but yeah. Yeah, e- either way, I think it would be really nice to what you were saying of having that smaller experience the tighter story of wolverine i'm presuming this game is linear um i don't know what a open world (laughs) wolverine game would look like but i'm thinking linear maybe on the eight to ten hour side of things maybe even shorter than that uh similar to miles morales i feel like that'd be a really good game to have in that catalog for sure yeah because i think that also they said early development the immediate thing is like this is a 2024 game at minimum but like insomniac works really fast and insomniac's whole thing on ps2 and ps3 was putting out an alarming number of video games right um so if they can like get into a a groove where they're just dancing around the marvel universe making like eight to 12 hour campaigns for all these different heroes and different genres building their own universe I don't care if they're 8 to 12 hours. Just, like, really flex. Have fun, you know? Like, I I would absolutely take a linear Wolverine game that is closer to a God of War and is, like, 10 hours. I would take that over an open-world game where it's like, okay, you want him, like, in the woods in Canada, I guess? Yeah. Like, what <laughs> do you want? That's the thought. No, I, I think you're right. I feel like that'd be a really good um, good avenue to take, especially with Insomniac doing so many things. Like, just to have a nice, focused Wolverine game would be amazing. Also, I don't know if you saw this, Jack, but the individual writing this game, are you aware? No, I don't think so. 
I think Walt Williams. Oh, the the Star Wars guy. Yeah, who also did Spec Ops: The Line. Ooh. So we know Wolverine's got a fucked up past. You know, he's got yeah. so much bad stuff in his head. So that writer tackling this character with Insomniac. And just credit to the, the the trailer. Talk about a tone setter. Like they, I think they did like almost shot for shot Wolverine's introduction from X Men two thousand, and I love that introduction in that movie. Of uh, just someone came sitting at the bar, and then some dude comes up on him, and the claws come out on the bar. Like, oh, it's so good, it's so good. My immediate thought: they showed Marvel, and they showed Insomniac, and then they cut to the very first shot of the bar i was like okay that's not spider-man mm-hmm. my immediate thought was daredevil me too <laughs> because i thought it was the bar from the daredevil netflix show or like something similar to it oh yeah uh but then it made so much so much sense what a crazy thing this is i still can't believe this is a real video game that is being made right now yeah man it's it's super cool whatever it is whatever the scope of it is we're talking about what we want out of this i'm sure whatever they deliver will be excellent and i'm gonna have a great time with it oh yeah so wolverine is an awesome character and uh as oversaturated as he could be at times i still feel like wolverine is a little underutilized at times so you would expect him to be the way iron man is treated these days yeah dude it's wolverine yeah he's like the second best marvel character (laughs) he he's on the mount rushmore of superheroes yeah it's wild so looking forward to that uh in the more immediate future though spider-man spider-man 2 2023 dude i love the name yeah (laughs) i'm so glad they went with spider-man 2 you know Yesterday, I was texting one of my friends from home who likes Marvel, and I was like, hey, did you see they announced a sequel to Spider-Man? And he was like, oh, no, really? I was like, yeah, like, Venom's in it, and um, I googled Spider-Man 2 to send him, like, the image of Venom, and I looked up Spider-Man 2 game, and Mm -hmm. all of Google images was Pizza Time, Tobey Maguire, (laughs) Spider-Man 2 game, so that's a problem, but... um, I think that'll quickly go away. I, oh, I'm sure. You, I, I texted our group, me and Kevin. I was like, do you think you, they announced it this early so they could take over the SEO on Google? Oh, yeah. That's a good call. Yeah. I'm sure I'm sure that has something to do with it. Sure. There there are examples of movies and games or st- that just have like the same title as, you know. God of it's War. It's like a reboot or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that game did just fine. Mm-hmm. So... I forget if we said this, it kind of goes without saying, but Wolverine and Spider-Man are both PS5 only. Um, As in, obviously, they're not going to be on Xbox, but these are signaling moving away from cross-gen. So PS4 users, if you love Marvel, you're probably going to have to upgrade by 2023. But yeah, what do you think of that Spider-Man trailer, dude? It was CG. It gave us a good concept of what to expect. There were some cool little Easter eggs in there. Overall thoughts? So the content of it is not surprising at all it's kind of what you'd expect after miles morales and spider-man obviously you have venom in there that's you know kind of a given after the teases they've had at the end of their games Mm -hmm. but i really did not expect to see this game yesterday i i thought this was gonna be like a 2022 announcement 
um and it come out in 2023 really glad it's coming out in 2023 but still this is super exciting um to have miles and pete team up and then have venom in the mix and presumably craven the hunter was the narrator of that so that combination of things has me very excited yeah man i um I, I think it also was a surprise because this came after the wolverine announcement right like we saw insomniac we saw marvel and it was like surprise wolverine it's like oh so yeah spider-man's not going to be here and then they show the gran turismo and then it was like oh no spider-man is here also <laughs> so yep what a surprise but yeah concept like as a concept trailer i do love it um we have a few more details there's not going to be co-op even though miles and peter are both involved here both their stories are progressing presumably peter's the focus main character because it's spider-man 2 and not like spider-men or spider universe i don't know but it's it is going to feature both of them probably both gonna be playable and gameplay hints team takedowns maybe like arkham style you know how an arkham might do that yeah um iron spider legs look way more involved in combat here specifically they look like they're designed to fit aesthetically with the advanced suit so we got like white and red iron spider legs do you think yeah that's that's pretty cool how do you feel about that i know some people don't love the iron spider suit but i feel like the legs could be really cool to like flesh out combat and make him more distinct than miles yeah i think peter has always been in the in this universe he's been the gadget guy and miles has been the venom powers guy and that's kind of the differentiate that's how they differentiate um and uh i don't like i wasn't sold that the spider legs were like a permanent a permanent fixture for his outfit i thought maybe like that was just what the uh player was choosing to wear sure um but i guess you're probably right like for them to feature that so heavily in the trailer that is probably more of a focus for him especially after like fighting doc ock he probably wants to have that at his arsenal so yeah i think you're right it'd be a good way to you know have some differences because i'm thinking I still want that GTA Five style hit oh, down yeah. on the D pad, and you're swinging as Pete, um, and then hit down on the D pad, and Miles is eating a slice of pizza and then jumping off a building, and then you can play as them. That's what I want. Yeah, that that is the dream, absolutely. And I think, I think we talked about this too. But like after playing Miles Morales, part of the conversation was like, man, we both love Peter, but like going back to Peter after playing as Miles is gonna feel like we're missing out. So. I do think having the the legs be part of his kit maybe a bit more integrated than they were in the last game because before it wasn't it just like a like a vanity thing like I don't think they did anything they just popped out right it um I think it was an ultimate okay and you couldn't like control them in any specific means but I think they just kind of helped you in battle sure. when you activated them. Yeah, so, like, think how uh, with Batman and, like, the free-for-low combat, you can, like, integrate gadgets in a certain way. Like, if they... You can kind of do that in Spider-Man, but that's still just, like, you'd be using them normally. If they integrate mm-hmm. 
the legs into being like a free flow combat style you have specific combos that you can use for the legs i think that'd be awesome and again would just make peter feel like he's more fleshed out the way that miles felt like they were fleshing out peter's base kit you know yeah uh i I think that's that's a good call for sure now everybody's rumbling about craven the hunter right Mm -hmm. i need to ask you this because you're the expert on you've read more black suit spidey comics than i have yeah one (laughs) (laughs) craven's last hunt involves i haven't read it okay I forget if I've read a book. It involves the symbiote. So, the fact that we're getting Venom, and we're getting Craven, and the Craven dialogue is saying, like, I've looked for a worthy opponent my entire life and all this stuff. That's kind of, to my understanding, what Craven's Last Hunt is kind of about. Of, like, he wants a worthy opponent. He chooses Spider-Man. Spider-Man needs the black suit. So... I think we could be getting a very interesting, obviously darker sequel. My question for you: Are we, are we gonna are we gonna suit up with the, the symbiote powers? Dude, I sincerely hope so. Sincerely hope so. I'm surprised if that's the case. It wasn't featured in this game, yeah. like or in the trailer. I mean, yeah. I mean, I feel like that'd be a lot. Like if they debut the trailer and it's Peter and Miles and then Peter is also wearing the symbiote suit like that's a lot to take in <laughs> no my my thing was like the reveal would be guys like getting beaten up in like an alley somewhere and they're getting like brutally taken down and you just pan over to pete in the black suit and that's the reveal okay you know like so hmm, i'm wondering now obviously venom's in here the symbiote is in play i'm wondering if the if the Peter symbiote is reserved for the sequel, Spider-Man 3. Because that seems like a lot right now. I mean, Spider-Man 2, as much as I think I'd love if it was closer in length to Miles because it trimmed out the fat, I do think Spider-Man 2 will truly feel like a sequel. Oh, yeah. And I feel like, remember, Spider-Man 1, we had the whole Sinister Six in there. We had, True. We had a lot of stuff going on in there, too. Um I think some of the fan theories we might be onto something. Like I can see a world where the main focus of this game is Harry shows up, uh, no symbiote. It was a swerve, or maybe he has it, and then Peter's like, "This is hurting him. I can take it and study it." Peter gets the suit. He uses the suit to fight Craven, but he gets too dark. Then we switch over to Miles, and we have to stop Peter. Peter takes it off and gets rid of it, and then Spider-Man 3 style, it finds its way to Eddie Brock, and then (laughs) we have to team up with Miles for the end of the game to be them versus Venom. I do like that. I do like that. I think... I honestly think they just do Harry as Venom throughout this whole game. Um, I like that idea. I do especially love the idea of Miles having to battle Peter. Oh, yeah. And for you as the player to battle Peter, oh, yeah. that sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. That'd be so good, dude. That'd be that'd be like the I'll greatest game PlayStation's ever made. <laughs> I know. So like good. that. That's that's like the equivalent of Anakin and Obi Wan going at it. Oh yeah, dude. So I want that. Um, I want that now. 
and remember also we, we got like green goblin teases too to worry about so like this might be a Wait, pretty beefy game i mean oh yeah there's all that tech right true spider-man 3 yeah man there's a lot going on here and then some people <laughs> some people want them to introduce uh gwen as of uh, like how they introduced uh miles as the next spider person mm-hmm. they want you know a similar treatment to for gwen in this one it's like man that'd be awesome i true and then spider-man 3 is the spider person game yeah man genuinely i would love if the miles morales style game for spider-man 2 was spider gwen hmm. like eight hour campaign we play as her and like she gets teed up in in spider-man 2 that'd be so cool and i have seen people also saying they wanted a venom game which genuinely i think it'd probably be fun but i don't think that's in the cards right now yeah i'm good 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 without the venom game or if we go with your path and we stick with harry venom maybe uneasy alliance between them and then Mm, mm. maybe we get our spider person thing then you know that'd be crazy Ooh, ooh. Okay, last thing. Venom, hairy Venom, comes to the. Comes I, to his... I just keep thinking whenever you say that, I think of like a hairy Venom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this, this burly Gaston-looking hairy-chested Venom. Um, mm-hmm. P- like he, Peter gets through to him before the end of the game, and then hairy Venom, <laughs> Peter. And Miles join up to fight Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin. All right. Harry hates his dad. He's going to get to kill him. You know, that's, that's how it works. This is so exciting. Yeah, this is so I, I'm very excited for this. And 2023, I feel like, is a great year for this to come out. Like, that's not too far away from this announcement. Obviously, we knew this was coming. But that's a good time to announce this game mm-hmm. so not too far away um we got another spider-man <laughs> in the meantime mm-hmm. uh so you know, you know that will shoot surely tie us over until then but uh this is great stuff yeah and i'm absolutely positive we're gonna get to see good chunks of this game in 2022 which is exciting totally and yeah Hail Mary Hope is a PS5 Slim or Pro that releases alongside this thing. It's a nice glossy black with the white spider on it. Please, Sony, I'll buy one then. But Yeah, is that when you get a PS5? Are you kind of holding out till Spider-Man? I Every PS5, PS4 game that I've played on my PS4 has worked fine. I will play God of War Ragnarok on my Pro. Hot take, I... I saw that yesterday. I was like, this looks like a PS4 game. It looks a little prettier than one, but it still looks like one. No, you're right. Yeah. My pro can handle it. I, I can ride out next year on my PS4 Pro and then <laughs> buy my time. I hope it's early 2023, but... Uh, Dude, that is a September-ass game. I know. If but, I've ever seen but one. But, like, summer vibes, big blockbuster, you know? Sure. Sure. So, yeah. We'll, we'll see what's in store with Spider-Man 2, it, but... For a debut, for a CG trailer, stoked. Uh, these these two game announcements, which collectively were what two minutes in length, probably overshadowed 
anything that we just talked about for Marvel's Avengers. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> like, wow. They really did it. Yeah, it's unfortunate, but I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, like, we we had the announcement of the future of the of Marvel's Avengers, and we had, like, glimpses at two games from Insomniac that are years away, and my attention is all on Insomniac, which is kind of unfortunate, but very exciting at the same time. Yeah, and, I mean, Insomniac is just a killer studio, and speaking of just overshadowing we also got a guardians of the galaxy trailer in this same presentation right and Mm. it's a game we're both looking forward to but it's not the insomniac levels you know and no disrespect to crystal dynamics or uh idos because they both made fantastic games but there's just something that insomniac nails when they try to adapt marvel stuff so far and uh no reason to doubt them right now nope so uh, finally, probably not too long on this, Marvel's What If this week. What if zombies? What if zombies, Jack? It's the best one, dude. It's it's my favorite episode. I'm just spoiling it. Redhead. Um, so much fun. This is, this is another example of What If for me that really, like, hammers home on the idea of the show mm-hmm. and just taking a random ass idea and turning the mcu on its head and having just a really fun time of it sure. uh really enjoyed it some of my negatives are that this is a 90 minute idea in a 30 minute episode yeah and that hinders the story in a lot of ways and things feel incredibly rushed at points but this is so fun i love the idea of how they're a their take on zombies iron man isn't just a zombie now he's a zombie with iron man's abilities and kind of memories like muscle memories mm-hmm. um same with other heroes i love that idea i think this is so much fun and for me this is probably the most rewatchable what if episode so my favorite what about you yeah i wouldn't say i'm as positive on it it, it was it wasn't bad or at all i did really like it a lot it was really really good I'm with you. It felt rushed. None of the emotional moments hit for me, and I think it would have been hard to make them hit for me at all. But, like, I felt emotions in, um, like, the T'Challa episode, if that's because Chadwick Boseman passed away, maybe. But, like, I think even, like, the Doctor Strange one had a couple moments where I was like, oh, they're, they, they found a glimpse of something here, right? Here, it was like, oh, Hope made a sacrifice. Spoiler, sorry. But uh, I was like, okay. T'Challa doesn't have a leg. Okay. Somebody else died. Okay. <laughs> like, it, it was hard for me to get in because of how fast it was moving. And I think the big problem I have is that more than any other episode so far, this one specifically feels like it is not done and there's a second part to this. Oh, yeah. It certainly ends that way. Yeah. I kind of hope there's a second part to this. I do, too, but I hope it's this season. That's my thing. Like, I, there's been a few weeks where we're like, oh, it feels like there's room for, a, like, another scene at least, right, with some of these episodes. But this one is like, I mean, they got to get to this place and, like, figure out if they can do this cure. But the, the episode just kind of ends. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I think you're right. This... I think this the glaring issue with this is 
it just has to move within the 30 minute Mm -hmm. structure which definitely hinders the the episode itself um but pretty much everything in terms like character interactions and stuff i really enjoyed with this yeah me me too i just wish there were more of it was more time for more of it i guess you know like the stuff with happy that was all great but Mm -hmm. like didn't really get a moment to live with that i know they gave peter a moment where he was like happy and then something happens so like uh, like the idea of a marvel zombie apocalypse and like these heroes having to lose each other this way walking dead style is really fun and we got glimpses of it here i think where i'm looking for the whole not even a whole meal but like you want the whole pie man yeah you got a slice yeah maybe even like a a half a slice i think is what i got sure i did like sure i i i get that um this does feel like i wish they just had a halloween themed we're doing marvel zombies it's not canon and it's like an animated feature length thing that we're doing for disney plus that would have been awesome but to just get what we got here i really enjoyed and i totally understand the criticism this was a very mixed what if episode i saw i came away from this incredibly positive and i like ign gave us a five um a bunch a bunch of places where you know pretty negative about this one i was like oh man i really love this i still i know a lot of people like this a lot too i would still give it like an eight like i enjoyed it but I, i think walking out of this i'm just wanting what you're pitching right and that's I think that's maybe part of my issue with what if once we're done with it is like if I look back at this how many of these are going to feel like pilots yeah totally totally because like truly I think the ones that felt self-contained so far unless I'm forgetting another one were T'Challa and Fury like those two felt contained it was a fun experiment sure we could do a follow-up but we don't need one I would have said Doctor Strange sure, and T'Challa. Because I feel like Fury leaves off. All of these leave off, really, that you can continue on. Um, yeah. And it seems like they might, like, in some way, like, connect them at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah. I, I think, like, with the Fury one, I feel like, yeah, they could follow up with, like, Loki world. But if they didn't, I wouldn't be disappointed, right? Like, if we don't get a follow-up to this, I'll be a little let down. That makes yeah sense. i it, it edited on such a way where like thanos is like not they i feel like they do a good job of thanos being like in the complete back of your mind like you're just so focused on the situation yeah um for me at least that you forget that this takes place during the time of infinity war mm-hmm. so the reveal at the end is nice it is certainly obvious if you if you think about it for a little bit but you just forget about that uh in the back of your mind um so i did appreciate that but yeah it just does kind of end yeah it's funny too because again i was watching with kayla and she was like where's thor after a little bit of this and i was like well he's with the guardians and then i was thinking about it and i was like well this is all happening on earth like the rest of infinity war in space is just happening right now (laughs) like Mm -hmm. that's all fine but no apparently not yeah no um what did you think of spider-man in this i thought they got a great voice match i agree 
that was real good. That was very spot on for Tom Holland. Yeah, it, 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 that actor definitely had the Tom Holland mannerisms and things like that, and it was cool. To, I kind of forgot that Spider-Man was showing up in here, so it was nice. Yeah, I did too. I honestly, I would love to see more Spider-Man stuff in the rest of this season, even if it's not connected to this. I don't know if we're gonna get that, but yeah, I, uh, I well, I mean, I remember the toy for What If that Spider-Man with the cape says is called like Zombie Hunter Spider-Man, and I don't think we saw him hunting zombies. Maybe that was just the name, but I don't know. I really want a second episode. I agree. I'm totally with you there. Mm-hmm. Uh, what did you think of the WandaVision stuff? That was good stuff. I I liked how they kept with the character uh, or the characterizations of those two and having Vision, like having the logic of feeding people to Wanda so she wouldn't like just, you know, go crazy everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that was good stuff. That was part of the movie the like the typical like zombie movie where you feel safe and then it's like oh no this is actually wrong the whole time it felt incredibly rushed like when you get to vision like in one sentence he turns yeah uh, that was the that was the part of the, the episode where i was like oh man this feels like we should have spent like 20 minutes here uh but we spent like two minutes yeah imagine if they had the ambition of andy circus and they got a 90 minute feature out of this right and then mm. around minute 65 we get that who was a bucky who found wanda uh yes i think you're right like we get we get bucky exploring a couple hallways fake out jump scares just a rat and then we just like get slow and slow and slow and around a corner we just see that red glow like i really think if <laughs> the more time to breathe it would have had like a genuine emotional payoff from what we're carrying in and I want that. Like, it could have been so fun. And it, it was neat. But this felt like just an abridged idea. You know, like, yeah, a, a fan... You know how, like, sometimes um, fan films got made in the past and then it's like, oh, this was really well. We're going to fund it. It's going to become a thing. Mm-hmm. And then we get the full version of that. That's what this was, I think. Yeah. And I want that other version. I know, yeah. It, it would be really cool to have, like, a a longer version i wonder if season two of what if is like hammers home on that yeah that, that's what i'm thinking of i know because like i know we have an episode of season two announced for like black widow but i right i have to wonder like are we gonna follow up on these obvious cliffhangers in a second season or is that just the point of the show like we just got a little glimpse that's what the watcher's deal is yeah i i wonder if at the end of this season the reason why they all f- end on cliffhangers is that for some reason the the watcher gets involved and yeah. like pulls them out of their situations seems like we might be heading in that direction i'm not sure though or maybe the end of the season lines up with wandavision and loki and everything else and then it just yeah. falls apart but good certainly possible i will accept this episode being the way it is if like the guardians of the galaxy holiday special in a Halloween or two, we get a true live-action Marvel Zombies thing on Disney Plus. I'll accept. Oh my that. God! If we get, if we get live action, I don't think that'll ever happen. That'd be amazing. We're getting that a holiday special amazing. with the full cast. It's true. It's gonna be like an hour, I think. So. Why? Okay. 
get James Gunn in on it, you know? Just get him do it to do it. Dude, I'd want Scott Derrickson to come back. <laughs> Just do his horror movie. No, you know, Sam Raimi, Evil Dead Roots. Yeah. Let him yeah, flex. Yeah, yeah. True. But uh, Do you want to rank this? Yeah, so this is number one for me, but I'm certainly okay with scaling scaling back. So remind me what our official group ranking is right now. <laughs> it's... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> this is... Um, Episode six? So this is... Is it six? Man, the weeks kind of fly by I with know, this. Man. This is five or six. Because we got we got Captain Carter, we got T'Challa, Star Lord, we got Fury's Big Week, we got Doctor Strange, and then this one. Yeah. Did I skip one? I don't. Let me let me look up the. Uh, okay, I'll write it down this time. <laughs> yeah. Let me look up the what if wikipedia i truly thought i'd be able to remember all of them but yeah i'm kind of with you though i i've it's this this is a weird one Mm -hmm. um so we have uh the first one was captain carter the second one was Mm t'challa star lord the third was uh nick fury the fourth was the doctor strange one and this is the fifth one okay now, if I remember correctly, our previous ranking was number one, T'Challa, number two, Fury, number three was uh, Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange, and then last place was yeah. Captain Carter? Yes, that's correct. Um, I would probably put it second place, personally, in this ranking. Wow. Cause, okay. Because like, I like the Fury murder mystery. This was a more fun concept, I think. Um, actually, I don't know. Yeah, I, maybe on my, like, on my, because my personal ranking, I think, is a little different, but, yeah, I'd probably put it third personally. If it's first for you, I'm fine meeting in the middle and putting it second place, so that's cool. I'm good with three. I feel like three makes sense. To I'm, I'm very much the outlier. If we had a third person in here, I feel like I'd be... The we outlier. don't though, Jack. It's fifty fifty. I know. I We're know. co-pilots here. So what would what would be second if this was in third place? Would it be Nick Fury? The Nick Fury episode, yeah. Okay, that's a good episode. It's like a solid episode. Yeah. And there, I recognize more issues with this episode than I do with the Nick Fury one. Sure, but so I'm good. Also, this I'm one, good with this, this one's trying to get weirder. You know. I know. I know risks. Yeah. They don't. They don't. I'm. I'm good much. with this. At, I'm good with this at three. I don't need to push for this one. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. So number three is Marvel Zombies. First place, T'Challa. Second place, Fury. Like I said, three zombies. Four, Doctor Strange. Five, Captain Carter. Nice. Unless we have a bomb one week, I don't think anything will bump up Captain Carter, personally. No. I. And it's not a bad episode. It's not. It, just, it is just the first Avenger. Again. kind of differently yeah i like i may be worried that that iron man killmonger episode is just gonna be iron man one but yeah yeah even then who's to say we don't know yet yeah that that's the thing with that episode is it doesn't really hammer home on the what if formula too much yeah so whereas the other ones are, are pretty skewed yeah like 
the out i think the the thing you have to do is look at the outcomes of all of them right like the outcome of doctor strange a universe died the outcome of marvel zombies every the, the world is a zombie infested mess um outcome of fury's thing loki took over the world outcome of t'challa uh we just got a really cool version of the guardians of the galaxy um with wakandan Thanks. tech <laughs> and yeah and then the outcome of captain carter is the outcome of the first avenger <laughs> like pretty much so we'll see what the future brings we got four more of these i think coming up so yes look forward to those do you know what's next week i like asking you this every week like you know <laughs> uh <laughs> i didn't look up the episode i i'm gonna say it's gonna be the iron man iron man uh, Killmonger? Killmonger one. yeah cool that's the guess sure because i thought this was gonna be later on but they hit us pretty early in september so um all bets are off i'm gonna go iron man Killmonger. sounds good i'll, I'll co-sign that i really want to see what the hell that one's about so I honestly don't even know what other concepts are left aside from that one. I know there is Gamora Thanos is one of them. Okay. Like, she's in the armor with the helicopter blade sword. Ooh. So, that could be interesting. interesting. Yeah. But, we'll see how it all unfolds, but Jack, until then, where can the Agents of Excelsior find you? You could follow me on social media at FascinatedJack. What about you, Christian? You can follow me on Twitter, TikTok, and Twitch at Chun2D2, as well as here, youtube.com slash joyclicks for the video version of Excelsior, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts, you can find Excelsior under Excelsior or Joyclicks or Marvel's Avengers Podcast. Leaving a rating or review, if you enjoy the show, helps us out a ton, helps us reach more people, and we appreciate it greatly if you want to support us. On the monetary level, patreon.com slash joyclicks at the $1 and $5 tiers. $5 tier gives you producer credit on this show and every show we do, like Aaron Easton and Charles Applin. So thank you very much. And that is it for, I will say, you know what? I'm not going to say it because we, we've, I think you said this at the very beginning of the episode or pre-recording. We always think the beefiest episode of Excelsior of the year has happened. Yeah. This is the bar right now, I think, but we, we got a lot of the year left, and we got a lot of projects left. We have The Raid, we have Spider-Man, we have No Way Home. There's... We we also have our Spider-Man in review coming up. We got Guardians of the Galaxy as a game. That too, man. We're going to have some beefy boys. Hell yeah. So, look forward to it, but until then, Excelsior. Excelsior. <laughs>